What's going on guys? Welcome back to episode 19 of the Weekly Wheaties. This week I want to talk about when should you buy a new phone? Now this this conversation, if you will, is generally going to be focused more towards iPhones. Mainly because the new iPhone just came out. We're in September. Every September typically we get a new iPhone like clockwork. And people always ask the same question to me. Hey, should I upgrade to the new phone? Well, a few weeks ago, I talked about buying tech and how to be frugal with it. So today, we're not really going to focus too much on the frugal aspect. We're going to focus on if it's time to upgrade, period. Which one do you upgrade to? How much money do you spend? That sort of thing. By default, my answer for all tech, especially phones, Android or iPhone, is buy the most expensive one you can afford and wait as long as you can to buy it. Now, there's a caveat. I'm the type of person, and you might be this type of person too, which is why you're asking this question. You want to be on somewhat of an upgrade cycle. My general rule of thumb is the upgrade cycle, you should upgrade at least, well, I don't even want to say at least, but every year is probably too much. Every two years might be too much. Every three years is where you start getting into the groove of you're getting enough change in the hardware and software for your money that it's worth the jump without even being frugal. Just like personally, I only upgrade at minimum every two years. I'll never wait more than four years just because I want the newest hardware. You're getting not just like CPU and RAM, but you're getting more storage, you're getting a better camera, you're getting a faster processor. Typically speaking, everything is just faster. You're getting a better battery. Batteries on these phones in the past have kind of had some issues. And if you paid attention in the news cycle, Apple actually was doing something to slow the phones down to make the batteries last longer, at least in the past. Now what's happening is they stop doing that, which means the batteries aren't lasting as long because they're wearing out more often. And that's a longer story for another day. But the newer phones, I don't foresee the batteries lasting as long as older phones did. Funny side tangent. Um, I have a coworker who shall remain nameless. I honestly don't know how many people watching this would actually know this person anyway, but up until four years ago, five, maybe five years ago, maybe the flood, 2016, they were still rocking the original iPhone 3G, like the first iPhone from 2007. They got at least nine, if not 10 or more years out of that phone and definitely got their money's worth, but they were missing out on so much stuff. Problem is they didn't really care. Um, and you might not care. But my argument is, if you are that person who doesn't care, you should still look at upgrading at least five to seven years because of things like the battery and features that you, you don't know that you, you're missing out. And one reason I wanted to kind of make this particular episode was within the last week, I've got a bunch of people texting me, hey, did you know the new update can do this? The new update can do that as far as software is concerned. That's not even talking about the new hardware on these phones, right? So I kind of wanted to speak to that. 
If you're going to buy a new phone and you know you want the new phone, my suggestion is buy it as quick as you can within like the first month or two of a new phone being released for a few reasons. One, the software. Yeah, the software is going to get a lot of updates within the first month or so because they're trying to fix all the, the issues with the new software. But if you wait too long, you're not taking advantage of the new software as much as you could because six months from now, Apple, and this goes for Android side too, but it's easier to focus on the Apple side, but everything's translated across Android and Google. So keep that in mind. But if the new iPhone just got released in the middle of September, for six months, they're going to focus solely on that new phone and that new OS. Six months from now, what's going to happen is they're going to get ready to release the beta version of the next version of the software. So all, I don't want to say all, but most of their effort is going to be putting on this new beta software for the next year's iteration. So you're not going to see as much major changes in the old software. They're also going to be focusing on making the new software work for potential new hardware that you may or may not even see yet. So the point being is you have the, like this sweet spot of six months to take advantage of all the hardware and all the software of the new phones. And if you wait too long, you're not getting your money's worth because the prices of the phones aren't going to drop for another year. So you might as well use up as much as you can of that money, quote unquote. And yes, it's money, but I say quote unquote because it's not just money. It's the time that you're using it. It's all the, the software updates. You have an, an, an option. You have the ability to kind of suggest feature upgrades or submit like bugs that are coming up so that they can update it appropriately. So again, we're not being 100% frugal. We want to buy the best, the, spend the most money as we can at the last minute unless you're on this up, upgrade cycle. And if you don't want the newest and greatest, you can still buy a brand new phone that's a couple years old and you're still getting a newer battery that hasn't been messed up with the conditioning of the, the charging cycles and that sort of thing. Um, so it is worthwhile to still wait for a new phone to be released to buy the new ones. Again, just because you're getting a better value for your money. The old phones typically drop a hundred or so dollars even then. And I know this is September and potentially October and y'all are thinking, okay, well, November's coming in December, we're going to get some Black Friday sales. Not really. You, you would think that, but Apple typically doesn't do that. You're going to get just as good of a deal now as you, you probably will Black Friday anyway, unless you go to a very specific store that's doing something crazy like for example, Target might say, we'll give you a $200 gift card. Now, that's a great deal. Don't get me wrong. But you can't always expect that year after year. So with the updates, we also have to consider, like, features you're missing out on. Um, I know, like, with a couple of the iPhones ago, they, in, they integrated, like, Apple Pay. And then the next year, the Apple Pay translated into doing, like, NFC stuff. So sometimes you take a gamble on these new phones that you're missing out on different hardware the next year or different software that could work on your phone that won't now because you have the old hardware. 
So you are kind of taking gambles sometimes. I know I was like an early adopter with a certain, like the X, and then when the XS got released, or the 10, or the 10S, whichever naming nomenclature you want to use, you're, you're missing out on things the following year. So like, it's this battle. Do you upgrade every year, every other year, every third year? At some point, you just got to take a gamble and take a risk and decide what you're worth, what's worth missing out on for your, your money and your value. Uh, but again, my rule of thumb is you want to future-proof yourself as best you can, too. That's why I always say spend as much as you can. If you're doing like a payment plan where it's going to be like this monthly fee, over the long run, the few extra dollars you're going to spend to get more storage or get a better and faster phone is negligible. It doesn't mean you have to buy the Pro Max or the larger screen phone to get like the bigger battery, but the, the faster speeds and the larger storage space will do you well over the, the long run. You just have to ask yourself at what point is too much storage too much or not enough. Again, look at your current phone. How much storage do you currently have? Are you finding that you're, you're kind of running out of space all the time and you're having to delete stuff? If you are having to delete stuff to fill your space up, then you at minimum want to get double the storage space for your next phone. But even then, you might even want to go more than that. I don't always buy the full amount that, that's needed, but in the past I have. Like the one, the phone I have right now, it, it's too much space. I'm not using it all. But the, the next question is, well, what are you going to use your phone for? Personally, I don't have a digital camera at home. My phone is my digital camera. It takes way better pictures than the camera I did have. The one I have is like 10 years old anyway. But as you get newer phones and you take better pictures, those pictures take up more space. The better pictures they take, the more pictures you want to take. The better the video, the more video you're going to take, the more space you're going to need. So it's like all an escalating issue every year, which is one reason you should double your storage. But you might want to go even higher just to, to have that extra space. Because the, the other thing with storage, the more your phone gets filled up, the slower it functions because it doesn't have as much room to play with so it's always good to have extra storage space just so your phone can function at a better better quality um, if that makes sense same thing with battery the bigger phones are going to have a better battery not necessarily better but bigger because the physical batteries is it's larger right but don't get a larger phone just for that case uh, the, the cameras like i just talked about replacing your camera you're replacing potentially your gps you're potentially replacing an mp3 player that nobody has anymore let's face it but if you listen to a lot of music you might want to store that music on your phone and not have to stream it that takes up storage space i talked about gps but google maps i don't know if you knew this you can actually save maps to your phone for a certain area like you can go in and pinch and zoom on the map there's a minimum and a maximum it will let you do but you can do like for example, the southeast quadrant of Louisiana, you can, I think, do like the whole bottom portion, potentially like the half, bottom half of Mississippi, just to kind of give you guys a scale. So you can store that on your phone, right? And all that takes up space, so you're going to want to have more space. If you use your phone for, let's say, a tablet, like when I'm at home and just sitting around on the couch or on the back porch, if I don't have my laptop, I have my phone. Our tablet is kind of negligible for my use. So you got to keep that in mind. What is your use case for your phone? How often are you using it? What are you using it for? All those things you have to kind of keep in mind.
And then just talking about like, I mentioned buying it as it's released instead of waiting. But the, the premise is still the same for Android, right? There's new Androids every year. I don't think anybody is out there buying every new Android every three months. So if you're stuck on like the Pixel line, you would want to buy the Pixel one as soon as it comes out. Not necessarily wait three or six months later. So again, rule of thumb, buy the best storage, the most storage you can, the best quality you can, as late as you can, unless you're on this upload cycle or updating cycle where you want to get it every year, every other year. If you're the kind of person who just buys it when your phone breaks, try to be careful of the timing that you do that. You typically don't want to buy a phone, I'll say like May, June, July, August, because again, a new one's coming out in September. Maybe buy a used phone to hold you over and then just resell it after you buy your, your old one or, or buy your new one. Or if you do have an old phone that can kind of hold you over for the time being. It, there's no set in stone way of doing this because things change every year and we don't know what we're going to miss out on. So it's always a gamble of what to buy, when you're going to buy it, and if something else is going to come out in the next few months that's going to mess up your whole ordeal. But I still stand on, a phone is like another extension of you. Yes, we, we use them probably more often than we should. Yes, we need to be careful with screen time, especially with kids nowadays. But the point is, we use it for so much, it's not just a phone anymore. It's literally our entire life is on these things. All of your passwords, your credit card information, your personal information, how you do communicate with people, whether social media, text, email, whole nine, right? So you want something that's going to work for you. It's going to be the best that it can be for the time that you're going to have it. So if you have any questions, I, I, I try my best to help pick what people should buy when they should. But everybody's use case is different. I don't always get the, the quote, pro version of a phone. But sometimes I do. And there, again, there's no right or wrong. There's no hard set stone or hard line in the, in the sand. You just got to take it year by year, phone by phone. So happy purchasing. Till next time.